Hey guys, this is the C3 Church Malmo podcast. I am believing God will speak to you today and that a greater level of faith will be unlocked in your life. For more information about C3 Church, go to c3malmo.se. God bless. But hey, good morning. I'm glad to be in church today. Can you say it? I'm glad to be in church today. I've missed you. I am not complete without you. I am boring without you. I get bored with myself without you. My wife, I won't go there. So good to see you. So good to be in church. Can I encourage you as we come into 2022 that you make a commitment to be in his house in this form, but also be in his house in the connect group form. We see in the New Testament, church was in two contexts, around the table, table of fellowship and food, but also in the bigger gatherings, and uh, we're carrying that format throughout this year. But yeah, great to see you. You know, as I prayed and pondered before the Lord about this year, I just want to start off with this statement. And this is a statement to me, and I figure if it's to me, it's probably to you as well, and that is... I think it's important that we make every effort this year that we are positive about our life. That we are positive about our life. Because you know what? God is extremely positive about your life. Actually, he doesn't have a negative thought about you. So this message today and the coming messages is about aligning ourselves with God. Because you know what, there's all sorts of stuff coming into our lives and thinking and habits and self-esteem and insecurities and we kind of get a little wag that we need to unhitch on December 1st and come in 22 ready to our line out with him and if he doesn't have a negative thought about us, how dare we? So let's make every Holy Spirit effort to be positive about our lives this year. I'm just going to pretend that this thing we've had for two years. Twenty twenty two. I have to tell you, I'm excited about twenty twenty two. I think you've got some good things coming your way in twenty. 22. So we're talking about Vision Builders Faith Card today. We've had this for quite a few years now and I love it. I love the testimony streaming in throughout the year of God coming in on one of these three or all these three. Some people fill in multiple cards. There's no rule around that. You get a second card. Um, But it's just a catalyst to bring a focus of faith for your year. It might be around something that's fresh. It might be about something that is a part of your, the deepest part of your soul that you've longed for for a long time. Spirit, speak to us today and throughout this week. And um, Justin touched on Proverbs 29, without a vision we perish. And I just want to touch on this for a little bit. Um, I, I said that I'm in without you, that I'm boring without you, but I need to also say vision, I'm incomplete. Without vision, I'm 
Without vision, I, I, I get self-centered and I stop being generous. I stop progressing in my life. I stop stretch. I stop growing in God. And so for the, and I, I just think of these words of, of focus and direction and, and the challenge. And, but I also think of three words of hope and expectation. And I've got to tell you, I want to have some hope, joy, and expectation as I look down the pathway of these next 11 months. I want to wake up every day with an expectation that God is doing something positive in my life this day, this month, and this year. And so I can't do that without aligning with him and his vision and plan for my year. So Holy Spirit, speak to us. Or I should say, let us listen to the Holy Spirit because he wants to speak to us. He does not need to be convinced to speak to us. We don't need to twist his arm and manipulate him or, you know, not talk to him and turn your shoulder. He wants to speak to you for your year. And I'm believing that he's going to. So, Lord, give us eyes to see. Give us ears to, believe, uh, to, ears to hear. And give us the courage to believe. Come, Holy Spirit. So, the question obviously is, what do you see? It's a question we'll ask over the coming weeks. What do you see? And here's the thing. Even that first, that first box, have you got the card with you? There it is, it should be on your sheet. It's about my life. But you know what, it's not about me. It's about my family, but it's still not about me. And it's about my church, and it's still not about me. Because whatever God does in my life is for others. Whatever God does in my family is really good, but it's also about others. You see, when God comes and does something in my life, it's a conduit. There's not a reservoir that's banked up. There's a tap that opens up and it comes out into other people's lives. And so I want to encourage you, challenge you to be inspired. Dare to believe again if you've lost that sense of awe and wonder about God. Could it be possible that you want to do a miracle in my life this year, Lord? The enemy. COVID has made its mark. To varying degrees, depending on who you are. I know in the first year of COVID, we started to experience it in March of, was it 2020? As a pastor, it knocked me off my feet, as it did for many pastors. I speak to colleagues and uh, church consultants around the world, I hear that there will be quite a number of pastors of small to medium-sized churches that will be resigning this year and the next because they're so discouraged of the impact that COVID has had on their congregation and all the work they've invested, they feel, has been washed away. Not here. I am so thankful that we came into 2021 full of hope, joy, Expectancy. And I just want to again thank the great leaders of this church, the great pillars of this church, keeping this church together, connected relationally and pastorally for a very, very challenging year. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. But here's the thing the enemy 
hates it that you're here today. The enemy wants you to become indifferent and disconnected and self-centered without even realizing it. He hates it that you're saved. He would have loved to somehow interrupt God's process and the work of the Holy Spirit that brought you to a point of salvation. He really wanted to break that path of salvation in your life. He hates the fact that you love God, that you stand here and worship words that are spiritual warfare over this city. He also hates it. He hates it when you make progress. Progress. These two months of January, February are all about us engaging with God that he will make progress in our lives. I don't want to be God, make progress by your Holy Spirit and the power of your word in life. 2 Corinthians 2.14 is a good script about progress this year. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet, fragrant knowledge of him. Now, handbrake on a minute. Slow down. There's a lot in this one. Let's just take a look for a moment. Be thanks, but give thanks. I talked about starting the year, about being positive about your life. I've got to tell you that we're just so good at being negative about our lives. And one of the things that helps me get past my pity party is that I give thanks to God. And it can be everything from my, to my family, to all of you. The list is extensive. And giving thanks to God, something changes in my view. I stop looking here and I start looking there. When I'm looking there, I can then go to a place of faith and believing for myself and my family and my church. But thanks be to God who leads us in triumph. Now, we love that bit. And through us, there's, there's always responsibility on our part. Through us, so he doesn't do it without us, through us spreads and makes evident, makes real, everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. My goodness. If you're a man here today, I'm the youngest of five boys, so I saw this quite a bit. But if you're a man here today, or if you're a lady here today who had a brother growing up, you will know when your brother start, discovered cologne. I used to nick it from my father. He had Aramis and obsession. And... We have a certain person in the family over Christmas who got cologne for Christmas. Very nice one indeed, actually. And I've had to coach my boys how to use the cologne. Because when you're a young man of around 19 years old or 16 years old, and you think this little bottle of cologne is a magic potion. If I just put it everywhere... It's going to change my life. 
Am I right? You know what I'm talking about. If you're a sister of a brother in your family or if you're a young man, you know you put way too much on and it took somebody else to tell you. My wife picks my cologne and for the last three times she's been absolutely fantastic at it. I need a new bottle, darling. So I had to teach a particular young son of mine. Buddy, less is more. Less is more. You don't want the cologne to get into the room before you do. I said, here's how it works. It's about half a metre around you. And you put a little dab and it's for those moments that you get close and give someone a hug, hi, that they get a soft scent of this beautiful perfume that is you. Am I right? Yeah. I remember my grandmother, she used to wear musk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my gosh. I know it's an age thing, but perfume, cologne, young men. Did, did girls have that problem when they discovered perfume? Was it like... <laughs> Anyway, 2022. There's something amazing about this passage that I'm just loving right now. It makes it evident everywhere we go. So the evidence of God in our lives is like a sweet fragrance. The evidence in our lives everywhere we go. When somebody comes close to us and leans in, they get a scent of God. They get a scent of the Holy Spirit because everyone's got a spirit. It's just that some of people that don't know Jesus, it's all shriveled up. It's starving. It's thirsty. It's dehydrated. But they still got a spirit that recognizes the truth in you that is like a fragrant smell that is so appealing to the longings of their heart. And it says, wherever we go, the fragrance of the knowledge of him will be revealed. Isn't that amazing? So every time I feel, when I'm feeling this card and I put a faith goal down in the first, second and third and that comes through, I get a miracle, a breakthrough in a relationship that's been a challenge for some time. It might be a colleague at work, it might be a family member. It might be financial. When I get that breakthrough and see an answer to prayer that only God could provide for me, I now have that scent anointing on me in that area of provision. You see, how it works in Mark 4, it talks about the sower of the seed and how the devil comes and steals the seed. You see, when you were saved and the Holy Spirit came on your life, you got the God seed, God seeds in you, Right? And the way those seeds grow is, how, is when we experience him, when we gain knowledge of him, but that knowledge becomes experience of him. And this card today is about the experience of him. And when we get the experience of him, it goes from my spirit to my soul. And my soul is my emotions, my thinking, my words, and it affects my life. 
Until this becomes experience, it's just knowledge. And this year, we want experience. So that fresh fragrance of the knowledge of God might be around provision, might be around forgiveness. You finally forgave somebody that you've held bitterness towards for years. But there's freedom that you've found. A joy has come back into your life. An oil and a grace. Are you with me today? I've got to tell you, we've got a challenge. But I'm up for it. I think you are too. We're in a world that's just so disillusioned right now. There's so many voices that are corrupting thinking. It's so dark right now. And we've got to turn the light on. That's our job. That's our number one task. This here today is just the process to turning the light on out there. Our task in this world where there's so, dis, so much discontent, you see the world offers so much and delivers so little. It, everything the world has to offer never satisfies but brings frustration, discontent and pain. But we bring the knowledge of the Father as a sweet scent that can only satisfy the soul. And when people start to see that in our lives, as we go out into the different ministries of this church with City Hearts, with Yvonne and Aaron and and, uh, Freak and Charlotte leading that, we started it last year, we're still in the development stage, but City Hearts has just got the potential to be so significant for us to reach into the city. We're building a, 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 a gathering point, a hub on the web where people from all over the world that are flying in to immigrate to, to Sweden can get all the information they need in one place to transition into this wonderful, wonderful city and wonderful nation. And through that connection, we have events, we have connecting points, we have opportunities to meet with people. We've had a number of uh, events this year and we've got a video that we'll probably show next, next service but I'm so excited about City Hearts because I'm believing that not far away, we're going to have so much opportunity, we're going to be overwhelmed to minister into people's lives into different regions of this city. Our online service, it's not just a service, it's a ministry that we're building, again, in the development stage. C3 Lund, we had our first service in Lund at the end of November last year. We have to be moving forward and taking territory in the name of Jesus. We pray there every single Wednesday in the, court, in the courtyard, in the, in the Stuttoriot, sorry, believing that God is going to bring revival in that city. I, I'm so excited about these initiatives that we started last year. They're in the early stages, but it's going to take all of us to be a part of it for it to work. And you know what? You might be sitting there going, nah, you're, you're talking to the wrong person, Quentin. You know what? That's what Jeremiah said. Jeremiah said, Lord, you're asking the wrong guy. And once he actually gave in to God and obeyed him, he still tried to resign and God said, no, I'm not taking your resignation letter. Here's the thing, the funny thing about God when it comes to responding to his call. The first thing we do is we battle with our own insecurities about how can I be a part of it? 
It's okay for you, Quentin, to get up there and get all preachy and, and, you know, this is what you do. But how can I be a part of City Hearts? How can I be a part of the online ministry? How can I be a part of C3 Lund and all the other wonderful ministries of this church? I don't know how to do anything. You know what? This is what's amazing about God. He chooses the people that are not qualified. He chooses people like you and me to build his vision. Because once we put our hand up and finally say, yes, Lord, use me, he then qualifies us with his anointing. Do you know what qualifies me? If there was a characteristic, one or two characteristics, do you know what qualifies me? His anointing, because I turn up. I prayed about this. Holy Spirit said, I said, Lord, what qualifies me for your service? He said, my anointing, but you turn up. That's all we got to do. Just turn up. Just turn up. We only have to turn up. Do you realize how important you are to God's vision, to his mission in this city and this region? We all play an intricate part. You know, I believe in education. I believe in higher education. I believe in getting equipped as best we can in a school context. That is absolutely brilliant and awesome. But it's not what qualifies you for service in his kingdom. Turning up qualifies you. Turning up gets you the anointing. Saying yes, Lord, because, you know, we're not allowed to say no. Jeremiah tried to. Didn't get away with it. To say, yes, Lord, this year, use me, spend me for your glory, Lord. I've met people that are, you know, I'll be asking about how they are and etc. And they, they would say, I'm just waiting on the Lord in my apartment. I'm just basically sitting on my sofa waiting on the Lord. Or, or they've been overwhelmed with the concerns of life the concerns of this world and the challenges that we face. But I've got to tell you, as true and real as those two are, and that we all been there, are going to be there from time to time, we have to come back to the fact the best place for us to be is in his will and his vision for this year. For us personally, for our family and for our church. As his sons and daughters... As his kids, that's where it begins and that's where it ends. So we're talking about our Vision Builders faith card today. Has the Holy Spirit already spoken to you? It's all right. If he hasn't, it's all right if he hasn't. I haven't filled mine in yet. But as we go through this year, as we look to the horizon as we reflect on this amazing passage, but thanks be to God who always leads us into triumph. There's triumph this year for you. You just need to choose to believe it. Here's the funny thing about believing. You've got to keep believing. You've got to keep believing. It's so much easier not to do this. It's so much easier to ignore this and lose it in the back of a drawer somewhere in the kitchen I've got to tell you, it takes work and commitment 
to see God move in your life this year around something that deeply is so meaningful for you. We have to keep believing. We have to keep engaging about that promise, about that breakthrough, about that faith step. Gosh, I'm excited for what God's going to be doing this year. I can't wait to hear the testimonies. I think last year, was it you, Joe? Last year, you completed your three things by July? Steiners, was it? Get her to pray for you. She cheated. She finished early. No, it's awesome. Let's all stand up. Let's just ask the band to come up. Let's just close our eyes and open our hands and be in a posture of prayer and his presence. Lord, we want to we want to be and do what 2 Corinthians 2:14 says. We want to be that sweet fragrance that communicates the evidence of you the knowledge of you. Personally, and in my family, in my church, and in our world, in City Hearts, and in our online ministry, and and in C3 Lund, and in the kids' ministry here, and in all the different aspects of what you call us to, to be a vehicle of reaching into our world this year. Lord Jesus, we know that 2022, your building it up to be our best year yet. And Lord, we choose to align ourselves with you today. We choose to to pick ourselves up from last year and go to a place of believing, Lord, for ourselves to speak positively and prophetically over our own lives as we cast our eyes down the pathway of this year. We speak prophetically. God is designing miracles for you. There's a miracle coming for you. There's a prophetic word where you're going to know that God sees every concern and intimacy that you have. That's going to give you hope and joy. You feel like things have gone stale in your heart and there's a breakthrough coming. There's awakening that's going to start to arise as you engage with Him. As you get off that indifferent fence line and say, Lord, I want to be with you and align with you this year. You've got a vision for me, Lord, and I want you to speak into my life by your Holy Spirit. I want to hear it and obey it. I want to engage with it and pray about it. I want to talk about it in my connect group until it happens because it's going to happen because you are God, the God of the miraculous. You are powerful. Help me to be courageous in my believing. Help me to be reckless in my faith. It's just life's too short to play it safe with you, Lord. And thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you. Just love being your kids. Every January and February, it's a fresh start in you. And we just thank you that you're speaking to us. Thank you that you're giving us eyes to see you afresh. And we just ask that you'd give us a greater anointing as we step up and be a part of your plan and purpose through this small community of faith in Malmo called C3 Church. 
We bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen.